Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the top entrepreneurs in the world, and I thank you for joining us. I broadcast every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America's Influencers Channel. And you can listen to all of our shows on your Android or Apple device. Go to TonyDurso.com slash mobile and get the app. TonyDurso.com slash mobile. Before we get going, here's a big thank you to some amazing sponsors of our show. Please stay tuned for an important message from Wix to see how easy you can build a website, whether a novice or a pro. Get a free design too. More info on them just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is with Julia Lamb and Varga Mushtag, Facebooker and Podbosphere. All right, here's some info on Julia. Julia Lamb is an early Facebooker, a serial entrepreneur, and now founder and CEO of Tara & Co. They're reimagining products for women on the go. They launched officially in November 2017 with greater than 110,000 in pre-sales and featured in Britain Co., BuzzFeed, TechCrunch, LA Fashion Magazine, and more. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Julia. It's so great to have you on with us. It's so great to be here, Tony. Julia, it's been a while and I'm very excited and I understand people are going to go, we're going to be talking about women's handbags, but just hang on everyone. This is a great story. There's a lot of good information for men and women here, but also Julia, first things first, I'd like to know how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Yeah, well, I guess I would say I was, it was from Facebook. So uh, I started at Facebook when it was 200 people and I was on the platform team doing marketing and product marketing. And so I primarily worked with developers and entrepreneurs. And so at the time I was working with companies like Lyft when they were two people, TaskRabbit when it was one, um, a lot of these companies in the sharing economy that are huge today. And I think when you work with developers and entrepreneurs for a really long time, you sort of wonder if you should be on the other side. And so I've now been in entrepreneurship for about six or seven years. This is my third company. And I've done everything from technology-focused products. My last company was in, um, we were solve, uh, using NLP and machine learning to solve trip planning. Um, and now I'm doing physical products. And we're building uh, stylish and convertible bags for women on the go. I'm very impressed because I know that inside there, You've learned some of the great tips and tricks of how to market and how to get things done by being at Facebook. That is like such a leap ahead of us. Now, is that your claim to fame on how you made your company so successful? I mean, I think the most important thing is to always listen to your users and try to build something that is useful for them. And so I actually got started because I was fundraising for my last company and I was running around from meeting to meeting to social event back to meeting. And I had uh, my laptop in my life in this cute little shoulder bag um, as I was running to these meetings and my shoulder hurt and I was tipping over and I thought, gosh, there's just got to be a better way. And so I looked around for other products in market that looked, you know, sleek and elegant, and beautiful, um, but also provided distributed weight. And I just couldn't find anything. And that's really how I got started with this company. So it's really about listening to your user and trying to create something that's better than what currently exists. Now I'm going to take that a little step further, listening to your user, but it was your shoulder that was hurting. So you were listening to your shoulder, but actually, how did you just 
realize like, hey, I've got to develop something better. This is just too clumsy, too clunky. And actually get it into production, into sales, and just take off as as crazy as it did. Yeah. So for me, it was about um, looking around again. I I didn't see anything in market that really helped support the women of today. And those are, you know, women that have to go day to night, women that need, you know, a a bag for multiple occasions. You know, they, you know, they go to work, they go to networking, they, you know, go to the gym, they they do all these things um, and really feeling like there wasn't products that support it. And that's, that's how I, I got started. Um, I mean, we did everything from, yeah, initially launching um, a ton of surveys for other women on the go, just really helping to understand where their bags were letting them down, uh, what they carry, um, and just really understanding the market and where we could potentially build something that was better. Um, we built our first prototype in six weeks. So I picked up a designer uh, who'd been do- in the industry for about 10 years, and we built something together that we thought was potentially interesting. And we brought in these user testers, and they were just blown away, even by our first prototype, which is was only you know a, a small fraction of, of what our final product looked like for our first product, which is called the Tracy 2-in-1 bag. And, and then we just really sent it home with with these customers. Like, you know, we took the bag and we said, you know, let, let us watch you pack it and then bring it home and and do whatever you would do with your day to day bag and let us know how this one holds up and, you know, what things we could do better. And really took that feedback to create the best possible product that we could. Julie, I'm very impressed that you went from learning so much of, let's call it digital marketing, social media, and you took a physical product. I'm still very, very impressed on that because... I would have thought, well, I know that if I would have gone and worked for, at Facebook, I'd be all over digital marketing today. But I guess it's all a matter of our strengths and what we like. And you felt that calling there. So I, I'm very, very impressed at what you've done with it. And you also label yourself as a serial entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit more about that. And is that how you help take this product to market and, and really bring it to consumers? Um, so as I mentioned, this is my, my third company. So my first one, we were uh, doing social good and mobile, um, and really trying to connect consumers with the idea of micro giving. Um, my, my second company, um, which I mentioned, we were venture backed, uh, and we were working on a trip technology, uh, and using NLP machine learning to solve trip planning. Um, so, you know, very different. Those were in the tech world. And then now for me, it was, it was always, I always thought it would be interesting to figure out how to build a physical product, but, um, and, and that's how what we're doing right now with, uh, convertible and stylish bags really for women on the go solving their problems. I think it just is about problem solving. I mean, entrepreneur, all entrepreneurship is clearly there's a lot of go to market and that's different in technology and that's different in physical products. There is a lot of marketing and, um, and my experience there has been uh, really useful in, in building physical products. You know, like, how do you think about your brand? How do you think about your, your customer? What is the, you know, the right way, the right channels to reach people in, um, and, and really looking at, you know, where, where's the best place to serve and find my users. I got you. And how did you come up with the name Tara and? And by the way, for the audience, the website is taraand.co. I'll spell it T-A-R-A-A-N-D.co. How did you come up with that name? So the company is called Tara and Co. Um, and uh, Tara is named after the Buddhist mother goddess. 
Um, and she's actually a rainbow goddess. And so it's named after Green Tara. And she's a goddess of uh, strength and great action and work and achievements. And we felt that that really represented the women that we were designing for. And and so unlike, you know, a lot of other companies where maybe they name it after their founder or, um, or something else, you know, we felt like this was something that encompassed um, the women that we were designing for. Now, I'm not in the bags, as I joked about earlier, but can you tell us why are your woman bags so hot, so cool, and everyone's just burning to go get them? So what we are doing is we're, we're trying to solve problems for women on the go. So our, our first product, which is the Tracy to Win bag, which we launched last year um, with over $110,000 of pre-sales. It's a three-way wear bag. So you can wear it as a shoulder bag, backpack, or crossbody. Um, it fits up to a 13-inch laptop inside. And then it actually turns into two bags. So it has a flap that you can zip off and actually becomes a second bag, which is your clutch. And so when we got started, we saw that there were two specific problems that women would constantly tell us about. One was this idea of looking sleek and elegant and beautiful, but wanting that distributed weight, needing it to be functional and useful. And then the second idea was this idea of bags within bags. And so so frequently what we saw was that women would go to work with a bigger bag that could fit their laptop, their gym clothes, whatever they need for the day. And then they take out something small and go to lunch or drinks or, or something and, and put that back in their bag and leave. And we thought, is there a way that we can just build one bag. And so that's what we did with the Tracy two in one bag. And so, as I mentioned, it's a three-way wear bag and fits at that laptop and has that removable clutch, which is pretty great. And, and so it really suits all your needs for your day. Um, and what we try to do is build products that are as versatile as your lifestyle is. Very cool, Julia. And you started with 110,000 in pre-sales. You had a very good crowdfunding campaign going. Or was there any other way that you that you were able to bring in that kind of pre-sales? Yeah, we primarily did it through crowdfunding um, and, and word of mouth, really. Like, you know, um, because we did so much testing with our users, like a lot of our, our testers actually ended up buying bags, which was really great. But it was just us doing crowdfunding, kind of talking about what the problem was, why the solution was better, and then people spreading the word for us, which was really great. And so I think it's pretty incredible that you can see so much pre-sales without even the, the products being in market yet. And so we're, we're very lucky. That's quite a testament to the product and quality of the bag where the testers actually like it so much that they actually buy the product. That's very cool on that. Yeah, it's really cool. And what kind of names do you have for bags? You mentioned one's called Tracy. Yeah, so we name all of our products after women who inspire us. So our first bag is named uh, Tracy, the Tracy after Tracy Chow. And she's a former Pinterest engineer, entrepreneur, and um, diversity advocate. And, and so what she did a few years ago was she challenged the tech industry. She wrote this blog post. It was called Where Are the Numbers? And she said, hey, we're this metrics driven industry, but we are not willing to release our numbers about diversity and inclusion. How do we actually know that we're getting better at it if we are not willing to look at the data? And so she was able to get over 250 companies, including Google, Facebook, as well as a number of other guys to actually release their information about diversity and inclusion. So we could really have a conversation and see if we were really making progress. And so that's why we wanted to name that first product after her. Um, we've since continued that. We actually are releasing three more products, a work gym bag or two in one work gym bag after Heather McPhee Watanabe. And so she's a two time Olympian in mogul skiing and she's an accomplished woman in finance. Uh, we have a two-in-one minimalistic uh, portfolio backpack 
And we're naming that after Sharon Taligado, who's the head of genre original series at Amazon Studios. And she's done a lot um, to innovate in media and rising leadership at a Fortune 500 company. And our three-in-one, Danielle Weekender, we're naming after Danielle Kayambe. And she's the founder and CEO of Grayfire Impact. And she's done a lot of work in social impact, supporting female entrepreneurs, and really bringing attention to the female-driven economy. And so we really use our our bags as places where we can honor the people that have done amazing things um, and really elevate them um, and talk about their stories as well. That is so cool, Julia. I love the idea of how you've taken someone who has made a statement in the world and who is inspirational and made a bag after them. That is very cool. I like that. Yeah, thanks. I think it, you know, it's, it's definitely nice to be able to honor more women. And what's up ahead? More bags, more clutch, more purses, or branching off into another line or something? You know, I think for us, it's all about solving problems. So, uh, you know, right now we're shipping our second line. We're working on shipping that um, in January 2019. And then just looking again at the market and seeing where are places where we can add value. Very cool. And Julia, what is there a purpose behind this? What are you trying to accomplish that is personally fulfilling and satisfying, which led to this? I mean, I feel very lucky that I get to design things for my peers, which is pretty incredible. Um, It's really about providing women choice and providing them a place where they feel like they can have products that are both beautiful and functional. I mean, really what we're trying to build is coach meets REI, Um, you know, something with the aesthetic of coach with the functionality of REI. And right now women have to choose. And I, I don't think that that's, fair. And I don't think that that's really what they need to be doing in their day-to-day lives. And so why are we not making products that are basically a partner to their lives and again, provide them the kind of flexibility that they need and with all the things that they do. I like that. Very good. This is the Tony D'Urso show. Just ahead, the chat continues with Julia Lamb and Varga Mushtag, Facebooker and Podmosphere. But first it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Would you like a lot of people checking out your sales page, your branding page, your podcast? Like a lot of us, are you just trying to do it all yourself? Are you taking webinars, seminars, and workshops to learn how to grow your social media and how to bring visitors to your site? Are you downloading free eBooks, buying books, buying classes, doing this and that just to learn how to get more sales, more people, more exposure? Been there, done that. Why not just get good targeted traffic and cut to the chase? Skip the extra steps and get the visitors you want now. Imagine how you would feel if you had thousands and thousands of consumers coming in each week and checking out what you have, including downloading your podcasts, watching your videos, checking out your webinars, reading your stuff, and so forth. Most people can't do it all. The learning curve is too steep. You need help to get her done. My roots are lead generation and marketing, and I have cut through the chase to get a sizable audience. I've learned from some of the best. These people are the real deal, organic. That's what you want. Let me help. Go to TonyDurso.com and find clicks on the nav bar. Follow the link and let's set you up for a trial. That's TonyDurso.com and find clicks on the nav bar. 
C-L-I-C-K-S. Here's to your success. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Julia Lim and Varga Mashtag, Facebooker and Podmosphere. All right, and now back to the chat with our guests. And when you do have more bags and more products come out, do you do any particular shows or do we go to taraand.co to see what's next and what's coming up? Yeah, I mean, we, we sell all direct to consumer and that's really because we want to know who our customer is. We want to know what's working, what's not working. And, and so it's uh, all, all of our products right now are accessible through our website, which is at taraand.co, as you said. Um, and, and that's the best way to stay connected is on social media, uh, through our mailing list. Um, and, you know, that's where we talk about all of the new things that we're working on. Very cool on that. And as you are very big on social media, is there an easy way for people to reach you? For example, can they go to your site, taraand.co, and actually reach out to you or find out what social media, what your handles are? Yeah, all of our handles are at uh, slash love Tara and co. So L-O-V-E-T-A-R-A-A-N-D-C-O. So that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, all those, you know, are great ways to reach us and, um, and see what we're up to next. I've got a few more minutes. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you would like? You know, I, I think that, it's, you know, direct to consumer is really the future. And I feel really lucky to have been one of the early companies and brands that's in there. I mean, it's really about working with your customer and figuring out what makes sense for them. And because of that, you have so much more ability to not only build the best products, but also to do things that are in line with kind of your ethos, you know? So for us, we do campaigns kind of on an ongoing basis and we, we donate revenue or support other uh, nonprofits that we think are interesting. So, you know, we're running something for Toys for Tots over uh, the holiday. We've worked with Ron, which is um, about helping people that have been sexually harassed uh, kind of overcome and get to the next level. Um, we've done stuff for with Dress for Success. Um, and, and, you know, we feel really lucky to be able to donate and support so many great nonprofit um, partners that are also doing great things in the world. That is great. Not only do you have a great company, but you have a great purpose. You have a big heart and you help where you can. Very cool. Julia Lamb, early Facebooker, serial entrepreneur, and do I have it right? You're the founder and creator of Tara and Co. Founder and CEO. Founder and CEO. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Really enjoyed this. And I look forward to seeing what else you have coming down the line. Great. As we do too. Thank you once again, Julia. Thank you. And now we have Varga Mushtag join us. Varga is a Swedish entrepreneur trying to revolutionize the podcast industry. A former journalist and editor, he runs the podcast advertising company Podmosphere as its CEO. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Varga. So great to have you on with us. Thank you very much, Tony. Super hyped to be on with you. Well, it is an honor and a pleasure, and we have some really good things to talk about, especially for any entrepreneurs out there, small business owners, corporate-level executives, 
Heck, if you have a career and you're looking at podcasting, if you're looking at hacking your day job or your career job and you want to check this out, we've got some very interesting items here for you on podcasting and stuff. And we're going to talk about that. But before we do, Varga, I'd love to know first things first, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Um, so it, it actually started um, when I was a student. Uh, it was a couple of years ago now. I, uh, I started to become a journalist. So I was pretty much working on a couple of editorials during the weekends. And then I, finally, when I, it was time to write my bachelor thesis, I decided to write it on podcast because I really loved the um, uh, medium. And it was so new and fresh and everything was so undiscovered pretty much. So I decided to uh, explore more about it. And I wrote my thesis about how has the uh, economics of audio medium moved from radio to podcast and how will it continue to de- develop in the coming uh, the 10 and 20 years? Uh, and I actually named the thesis to Podmosphere, the podcast Save the Radio Star. And um, that's pretty much where the name came from, from the start of everything. And from there, um, I decided to pretty much start the website after I put, I put it on the shelf first, to be honest. And that, but that was just a thesis, right? Something that we wrote in school. Then I went working. I was a TV reporter on the international news station here in Sweden. And I just could not stop thinking about podcasting. And I just wanted to become a podcast journalist. But uh, there, there wasn't really a podcast journalism job uh, to search, right? There's, there, there's no job openings. You have to create them themselves, just like you have done. You've created something from, from the start. And, but I, I didn't know what I would do. So, um, so I, I was thinking, how do I find podcasts to listen to that I can uh, get inspired by and, and so on? I started looking and just found the large ones with famous, famous people. I was like, well, I want to listen to the medium-sized podcast. And so on, how do I find these podcasts? And it was hard. It was really hard because everything was in top charts. So I decided to pretty much solve the problem that I, had, that I had instead of creating content because that was what I pretty much felt like I had a calling for right then. So I, I went to my um, neighbors. I, I, I lived in a very small apartment in Stockholm. And I went to my neighbors and I was like, do you guys want to start a website? And they're like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm like, a, a website where you can find all types of podcasts you can interact with them, pretty much an IMDB for podcasts. They were like, yeah, sure, but who will run it? And I was like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll quit my job and do it. And they were like, yeah, if you're for real, we're on. And that's where it all started. So I started creating the IMDB for podcasts pretty much. But very fast realized that, well, that's not a real business model there because... IMDb has the um, additional functions and so on, but for podcasts, it's very hard. And you can't um, just take that over because agents and so on, that world does not really exist in podcasting. So I started interviewing a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, our users that we had on, on the IMDb site, almost 50 podcasters that I spoke to. 
Uh, and they were all like, yeah, no, the biggest problem is that we don't get paid for what we do. And I was amazed. I was like, what? But uh, I've just wrote a thesis on this. Every sponsor that I've talked to said the podcast is the new thing. And they were like, no, well, they don't sponsor smaller podcasts, and medium-sized podcasts. I was like, that sounds insane. So I spoke to the sponsors again that I already had contact with. And I was like, why don't you sponsor smaller and medium-sized podcasts? And they were like, well, because... It takes too much time to find them, negotiate prices, and send out requests, and, and so on, write contracts. I was like, that's not an excuse. Why not just mass sponsor like 10 or 20 podcasts at once? And they're like, well, we can't do that anywhere. We can only do that if we buy dynamical ads and we're not interested. I was like, well, what? That does not sound like a good excuse. So that's when we decided to create Podmosphere. Wow, history was born. Very intuitive on you on writing that thesis on podcasting when you yeah. were going into journalism and TV and reporting yeah. and so forth. Yeah, no, that's that's. I went to TV because that's what was not really what I wanted to do. To be honest, I wanted to do podcasting, but it was what everyone else wanted. Everyone wanted to be on the largest TV channel here, and I was like, yeah, well, if. They want me, why well, I can't say no to that. And then the, because there's very few young people that get the good slots. And I was like, well, if they give it to me, I have to take it. I would be insane to uh, decline them, right? So I, uh, yeah, I'll take it. And, and then I kept doing it. And I was like, well, this is not what I want to do. Uh, I do this because other journalists think that this is what we're supposed to target as a goal. But for me, that wasn't really what I want to do. I wanted to be in the podcast space from the start, from when I wrote the thesis. I knew that this is the future. And I still believe that we haven't even scratched the surface of where podcasting will be in a couple of years. It will grow past radio. I, I, I truly believe it will grow past visual content, free visual content, because of the consume, consumation is perfect for worker when you work during work hours you listen to podcasters I'm sure there's a lot of listeners right now in your podcast that are on the commute and so on and they can't pull up their um, phone and look at a video and so on but they can listen that's why I truly believe, believe in podcasting will revolutionize pretty much media consumption world this is the Tony D'Urso show just ahead the chat continues with Julia Lamb and Varga Mushtag Facebooker and Podmosphere. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey guys, does anyone remember when you had to have a business card to get around? You couldn't go to any meeting without it. Well, today it's that way for a website, but there's so much more to it. Nowadays, we have a website for our business, one for our projects, one for blogs and so forth, and they seem to be getting tougher to build. That is until Wix came along. Wix takes care of all the heavy lifting and makes it easy peasy to build a website. And I do mean easy. I'm actually building one now for one of my projects. Wix provides infinite design possibilities, which makes your new website very unique 
from anything else. Whether you're a novice, a business owner, an advanced designer, or professional website builder, Wix lets you create whatever you want. It's the place to create professional websites. And you can get a free website designed for you with Wix Artificial Design Intelligence. Is that cool or what? Go to Wix.com slash Tony and get started. It's time to get your professional website. Build yours and show me. Let's see what you can do. Go to Wix.com slash Tony and get started. That's W-I-X.com slash T-O-N-Y. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Julia Lamb and Varga Marshtag, Facebooker and Podmosphere. All right, and now back to the chat with our guests. I'd like to talk about your thesis and has it turned true were you looking into the future and predicting what was going to happen? And has that occurred so far or do we still have more to go? Yeah, no. So uh, this, the first couple of years has gone as predict as my uh, hypothesis, my hypothesis was that dynamic ads will come and attract uh, new types of sponsors and old type sponsors will get mad and they'll move fr- from it and oh, we'll see. Um, if I sum it up pretty much for people that are not in the podcast industry, there are uh, different types of ads. So you can add dynamical ads that are uh, exchangeable pretty much. Um, or you can have baked in ads where you'll have the host, um, read an ad and, uh, those pre- are pretty much in the audio file. And that, those, that's pretty much the difference. But my, my thesis was that it won't continue like that. It will be brand awareness clients will ultimately buy dynamical ads. Um, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, those type of brands will buy ads uh, where it's exchangeable because they don't have the, uh, the demand on results. They can't uh, say we sold X amount more Coca-Cola because of this uh, podcast ad, right? So that's why they will move the forward dynamical ads. But as we see Casper... Um, Audible, other, other types of companies that have uh, promo codes, they will keep doing uh, baked in ads and they will move from, even though many of them tried dynamic ads during 2015, 16, some of them uh, then, then moved back, right? Not uh, 17 and 18, we saw a lot of them go back. And that's because that was the hot thing right then, but that's not where they see the results. So, yeah. Um, so far, the dynamical aspect has gone um, as I expected. But the big thing with uh, that I predicted has still not come to fruition. It's the subscription. I do believe that sooner, uh, well, rather than later, someone will, if probably from the US, will raise a super big amount of money and will be in all the news channels. Oh my God, these people have raised half a billion dollars. And then they'll uh, pretty much not create a Netflix for podcasts because that's not what I believe, but a YouTube for podcasts where you have the YouTube uh, premium and you get some almost like Stitcher, but in a much larger scale. 
Uh, I like that. And just for a little yeah. general information, when I started podcasting and radio three plus three, almost three and a half years or so ago, at that oh, time, yeah. while I had smartphones, my friends had smartphones, I was very heavily immersed in computer and desktop only just because that's just where the transition went from corporate America to entrepreneurship, working on the computer. Well, what's really interesting is I check my statistics and more and more people only listen to my podcast on mobile to the extent of nearly all of my audience yeah. is listening on mobile. And that's really interesting for the it's sponsors. Insane. And I tell this to sponsors and others too. And it's sort of like, as you mentioned, Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola, Ford, Chevrolet, yeah. McDonald's, AT&T. They're big because they keep promoting and keep promoting. And they're there when a person has or wants that need. Well, on the yeah. sponsorship, which we're talking about on, on the commercial side, even though the person's on the phone, they're not going to stop their phone or pull over while they're driving or exactly. stop, stop walking the dog to click or punch in actually on their phone punch in some URL of some product. But when it comes time to buying that product or getting a software or an accounting service or a, a vitamin or eyeglasses, I mean, I have commercials on everything. When it comes time to look into and buy that product, then the commercials that they hear on the podcast come right yeah. up to mind surface. You don't even know that you've got all these little relationships building in people's heads. And when it's ready for them to buy... Boom, there you are. Yeah. You know, I, I totally agree. And definitely um, that aspect with what type of ad is it? You, and when you listen through a podcast, as you said, most people do it through their phones and they do it in ear. And um, some people do it over ear, but many people do it in ear. And there's uh, extensive research that shows that if you listen to something in ear, it is extremely efficient. Yeah, for uh, for the advertisers, it's extremely efficient because, as you said, most people won't uh, just uh, pull up their phone and like Lucky Luke and just uh, skip the ads. They, they'll they'll leave it. It's one minute. Let's hear the ads. It's two minutes. I'll hear the ads. That's fine. That this is how my content provider uh, makes a living. I want to hear the ads. Well, plus you're driving, you're you're jogging, you're hiking up in the woods. Yeah. You're you're, you're doing gardening. You've just got the phone in your pocket, the head, the earbuds on or something. You're not going to stop and try, even try to fast forward. It's, it's a hassle. Yeah, no, no. With, you, yeah. Know, you just let it play. I think it's very smart to have the podcasters do the commercials in their own voice. It's just yeah. like another continuation of the show almost, but it's the commercial. It's very clever. And I, yeah. I believe it's highly effective. And as I understand, there's billions now going into podcast advertising. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We're over 300 billion. Uh, so uh, the, the industry is over $300 billion. Uh, uh, over th $300 million a year. So almost a billion dollar industry when it comes to the accounted advertising in the U.S. But that's, to be honest, not even close to the full amount. Because as you know as well, and many other people know, betting companies are large sponsors. Um, they don't really count for all the types of advertising and so on. So I would say that it's over a billion now. Uh, probably if you counted the whole world. As, uh, it's, yeah, it's a huge market and it's growing very rapidly. 
Um, by 2020, the, the expectations are that it's more than uh, doubled. And so far, every expectation and pro uh, prognostics that, that's there been in uh, podcast um, the market, the size, uh, the podcast market has uh, blown the, away the pre I don't know how to say it in English, sorry, but it's shattered uh, what ex the expectations every year. So, yeah, it's very interesting. I believe you alluded to YouTube, and I agree if that is what you said. It's a no-brainer to me that podcasting and the universe of podcasting, even though it's disparate and on many platforms, it's not just one platform, YouTube, there's no the podcast platform. Yeah. The amount of listeners and the amount of hours and the amount of people checking out, I am certain will surpass YouTube if it hasn't already. Oh, no, 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 no doubt about it. So in, I call it uh, citizen journalism. I don't know what, there has to become a better name or someone has to name it better than me. But um, if when you provide an option for everyone to create content equally from whoever you are. You can create content that's not expensive with, uh, for example, your phone and so on. That will revolutionize the market. And that's what podcasting has begun. When you look at podcasting three years ago, how many podcasts were there? Then when you started, there were probably not even 100,000 podcasts, I would guess, right? Three years ago, yeah. But, I, wanted, the, but I want to say, to, especially for anyone looking to start a podcast, when I went into podcasting to take myself as an example three plus years ago, even yeah. though you say you say like it's nothing, oh yeah, there was just a hundred thousand, but from the person starting, it's formidable. It's like, oh my goodness, there's so much competition. And and it was yeah. like that for me for a while. It's like there's so many people podcasting. But as I marketed and rose up with an audience, I realized not all podcasters are the same. If you know, there's certain shows that catch, there's certain shows that then have to retool, and I got lucky. I was at the right yeah. place, right time, whatever. But if you keep on it, I guess is really the moral of that particular story. If you keep on it, it doesn't matter if there's a billion podcasters. If you've got something good oh, yeah. that's delivering Definitely. and a growing audience, that's what sponsors want. They're very smart yes. because they'll rather put their money in, you could tell us, in 20, 40, 50 podcasters instead of just one yes. TV commercial or something. Oh, my, they, they would much rather put it in podcast. That's a, a clear way the market is moving. And there's a couple of, I'll put this out there as well. If someone is thinking about starting a podcast, I'm, I get a lot of people asking me since I'm in the podcast space. People ask me, well, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And I help them with the tips of how to, to start. To, and I'm sure you get a lot of people who ask. This is the Tony D'Urso Show. Just ahead, the chat continues with Julia Lamb and Varga Mushtag, Facebooker and Podmosphere. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Check out my other great interviews at TonyDURSO.com or using your Android or iPhone, get the app at TonyDURSO.com slash mobile. That's Tony, 
D-U-R-S-O.com or slash mobile for the app. Thanks. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Julia Lim and Varga Mashtag, Facebooker and Podmosphere. All right, and now back to the chat with our guests. First of all, I would like to ask you, what, what, was, what would your tips and tricks be recommendations for someone that's listening that, uh, that's thinking about well I want to start a podcast I love Tony's podcast I might want to start uh, another type of podcast um, wouldn't you just say just start it you'll, you'll learn as you go on and you'll probably change the podcast and stuff but just start you'll love it absolutely great in fact I mentor and coach and help probably yeah. well over, over it's over a half dozen podcasters individually one-on-one and i'm training them on how to build on how to get to i'm training them on how to get to a world-class podcast and i understand a lot of the basics only because i've been in it and i've done it and i'm helping quite a few and i'm going to actually roll out on a training because there's just so much information yeah a training video something like that and uh, you should let uh, people 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 love these steps things they would love to pay you a little bit of money, and they could learn from an expert. I think that's pretty cool. Thank you. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about Podmosphere and how yes. your company works and what makes you different from some of these other podcast advertising yeah. companies. Yeah, so Podmosphere, um, in short terms, we're pretty much an automated platform for advertisers and podcasters. Our goal is to make it, we target medium-sized podcasters, and our goal is to have advertisers that's never sponsored before. That's our primary uh, um, by our audience. We want to pretty much teach them about podcasting. And then we take them to podcasting and they mass sponsor podcasts. So they send out requests instead of sponsoring one big podcast or two big podcasts. With us, they sponsor 10 or 20 uh, podcasts um, most, uh, most times. Uh, some do sponsor one or two and so on, but our, that's not the business model there. So um, they buy baked in ads and it's a free market. The advertisers um, send out requests, the podcasters set their prices. Uh, we don't tell podcasters what price they have to set. 
if it's way, way, way off, yeah, we could, we can help and we can say, well, this is what we've seen work, but ultimately it is a free market and we'll help those who want help who ask us what price is good for what type of podcast. Yeah, we can help with that. But ultimately it's a free market for uh, the podcasters and the advertisers. Our goal is to have a Google ad, become the Google ads for podcasting with baked in ads. So high quality ads, pretty much automated and We've been up and running for almost a year now, and it's been amazing. It's been such a thrill. Launched February 2018, and man, do I love it. It's been such a thrill. So, um, Var- Varga, yeah. we've, you've exceeded your expectations so far in just under a year on this? Oh, by far. Our investors, we, we, we were planning to launch the site before the end of the summer. We launched before the summer. We weren't supposed to um, have a uh, gather goal of reach of 1 million listeners by the end of the year. We have 4.4 million. And we weren't supposed to be a profitable company um, before the end of 2019. We were profitable already in October 2018. Um, so we've all the goals we had, we surpassed every single one. And there's not one goal that we set that wasn't surpassed. Besides the technical aspect, because that's always, uh, Joel and Matthias are developers. Um, they work pretty much day and night, right? And we're, we're working on some really cool features um, that we believe will revolutionize the podcast industry. Um, with some, I'm sure you have a lot of marketers listening to this and entrepreneurs, and this is for them. We will, we're, we're going to release uh, reporting systems that will be automated in baked in ads and it'll be and and a lot of things it'll be really really cool um yeah so yes we've surpassed every single goal that i had that i even i because with the first time you start a company like i didn't i i was a little bit like well i do believe in this i do believe that i have the knowledge and the work ethics but um, it's still the first time I start a company. It's still not the certainty, right? So I'm not, I don't know how, how my life will look in a year. I don't know if the company will be successful uh, that fast, right? So it's a little bit of a, an, a feeling of, a very proud feeling. So yesterday um, I sent them a thank you email uh, update for all the investors and all the people who worked uh, in Padmaster. And uh, the board members and so on. And I was like, it's very easy to forget how good it's gone for this last year. Everyone's happy, right? But we look at it from week to week to week to week to week. And sometimes look back a month. No, we grow very good this month. But when we look one year, a full year, it's insane. It's truly very, very fun to see what we've succeeded with. Varga, congratulations on your success in under a year. It is Thank stupendous. You. I want to do another update when it's closer to the second year to see your progress because yeah. I'm. this is near and dear to my heart as well as a lot of us, a lot of us entrepreneurs. And for the audience, I want to be very clear on the site. It's podmosphere.com. I'll spell it. P-O-D, you know, pod, like podcasting. P-O-D-M-O-S-P-H-E-R-E.com podmosphere.com you'll see it in the show notes and this is Varga Mushtag the CEO of Podmosphere yeah. 
you're just crushing it in under a year. This is amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm, uh, well, it's thanks to podcasters like you, right? We don't really deserve all the credits. It's thanks to the talents that are there that deliver the quality ads that pretty much create unique content. Like, Tony, you create unique content weekly. Like, the, to be able to say that, that is amazing. You're an artist, but uh, so I've, we don't deserve anything, the publisher. It's the talent that makes, makes it possible for us. You're very humble and very kind on that. Yes, all us podcasters, we do create the talent, and we. Yes, I've I've heard so many, and I hear so many, just great content. Very successful entrepreneurs and big celebrities, and people that have really made a good name for themselves in the field that they're in, or the niche that they're in, or niche, depending on how you pronounce it. Really great yeah. stuff. So, if you like a podcast. Just stay with it and and just grow with them because I've seen them all yeah. grow. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I am, so I see uh, the numbers of for hundreds of podcasts, right? So I know that it's a very clear um, growth for podcasters. Uh, during 2018, at least, we had almost all the podcasts were growing and uh, that we were looking at. We didn't see a lot of podcasts that had any other way of, of it. it they all grew it's insane and it's so lovely to because the listeners they are understand understanding it's not like in tv if something outrageous happens or there's a bad episode or something people get mad and like oh this is this reflects bad on the show but that's not podcasting podcasting people know what they're listening to they know it's a person who's created this who does put their time and efforts into creating unique content. And they feel a part of it. Like your listeners listening right now, they know that you're they're a part of your um, your content plan that you're creating. They give feedback. They interact with it. Feel a part of it. And they are a part of it. Thank you so much. Once again, this is Varga Mushtag, CEO of Podmosphere. His website is podmosphere.com. We definitely want to do an update next year. For your thank anniversary. You, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Thanks. I, it was truly was a pleasure, Tony. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I love talking to you. Great. And we will talk again, my friend. And for my amazing audience, thanks so much for listening. Remember, success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Be righteous. Join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.